Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, where we are talking to people about what they needed to do and who they needed to become to get to where they are. And I'm very excited today because I have Chris Urfino with me, who I have known, it's got to be over like five, six years now, and I've watched you do a few different things. We've had great conversations about what totally hasn't worked, which is one of my favorite topics because that's how we learn what to do next. And we've always shared resources, shared opportunities. So I was so glad when you said, yes, you would come chat with me. So why don't you give people though, like an official, official introduction? Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Erin, for inviting me. I am, yes, I think it was 2014 when we first met at a conference and through other people, I, we discovered that we live in the same area. Um, and then through then, we just kind of keep bumping into each other and various things. I've been to your events. I think you were at one of my events. Yes. And it's I love being able to kind of watch other people and learn from them. And you are definitely one of the women that I kind of follow and Keep tabs on. Just kind of right? see what you're doing and see what we can do to support each other. Awesome. So, um, yeah. So, what my story? What what have? How am I? Well, what are you doing right now? Let's give people a quick overview of where you're at right now and what it is you're doing because I know you're doing some really cool stuff. Yeah. Well, 2021, I think, or 2020 was the year of pivot for everybody, um, and I kind of had to take a hard look at what I was doing and um, see what. I could do going forward that worked. And I tried things, some things worked, some things didn't. Um, but right now I'm really excited on my direction because I feel that I'm finally in alignment with my purpose. And it's really great because of the success stories and uh, it's just making it so much easier for me. And so what I do is I actually help women um, discover their purpose and leverage it in a purpose-driven business and have their business be um, set up so it's scalable, so it maximizes their time. And then that way they can kind of feel like they're serving their clients more instead of always out there hunting for more clients, which is something that we need to really (laughs) keep in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I met you, let's, you put on your event. One of the things that you have long done is, um, provided books, multi-author books as a platform for people to get their stories out in ways that they were probably scared to talk about until, you know, you kind of were there to hold their hand through the process. What have you learned by, I mean, I can only imagine because I hear everybody's stories and I kind of like you, I love watching people in their progression, but I also absolutely love hearing their stories. Like what have you learned through your own experiences and from 
helping all these women get their stories out. And like you said, now get to a point where you're helping them live a, build a purpose-driven business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What stands out to you as some of the more amazing things? Well, let me back up a little bit because it all started with my story. And initially I, you know, left or was my life changed. It was upside down. And um, I got into a business that wasn't necessarily fulfilling, but it was something that helped me pay the bills. But part of that uh, job was finding clients. And that's when I started my networking organization, the Dynamic Professional Women's Network that was 16 years ago. And then maybe about six or seven years after that, somebody asked me to share my story. And, you know, all kinds of things went through my head. Am I, is my story good enough? Who wants to hear my story? You know, it just didn't, I think... And I thought at the time, and I've seen over and over again from working with women is we don't necessarily value ourselves and value how our story could help other people. So I ended up by saying yes. And it was not only a great transformational journey for me, but it really helped me boost my business. And so that's when we created our very first overcoming mediocrity book, because I wanted to have the women of my community have that same opportunity to be able to leverage their story. And it's been really great because when we share our stories, what that does is it allows our audience, our prospects, our clients to connect with us on a more personal level. Well, and and doing these, you know, it's so interesting that you say that because doing these podcast interviews, the thing that became so clear so quickly, listening to everyone's story is not necessarily in corporate, but as an entrepreneur, the more you can embrace your authentic self, the more successful you are. Oh, absolutely. Because when we can embrace our authentic self, people then become attracted to us. They're like, oh my gosh, she is, she's lighting up. She's living she you know, her. Yeah. And I want to be a part of that. I want to join that. And so it makes um, business growth easier because we're not out there like, you know, shouting at people here, buy my stuff. It's like they're kind of becoming attracted to us because it just is all making sense. And it can't make sense to them if it doesn't make sense to us. So, yeah. So I'm going to ask you a series of random questions. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I think I what are you most proud of? Because again, you know, having known you for a little while and obviously, you know, what about a quarter to a third of that 16 year journey, but what are you most proud of? Because I've seen several different things that you've accomplished. Well, you know, I think my, one of my first uh, realizations when I built my women's network is that initially it was me. I mean, I create this, created the structure and the processes and the systems and the tools. But when I went to that, you know, maybe very first meeting where I, the light bulb moment went off and I realized that this is happening without me. That was kind of a, kind of a cool thing. Um, and then I think the other thing that I'm really proud of is my daughter because she's following in my footsteps and I never thought she would. I mean, she's still a great mom and that's her number one priority, but she is kind of jumping into this entrepreneurial journey and she's brilliant. So she's going she's gonna to go a long way. I'm really proud of her. Well, and I'm glad that you said that because one of the things that I talk to my clients about is being an example to their children and going back to being the authentic self. And when you are 
letting other people put limits on you and when you're doing things for the wrong motivation, meaning because you're insecure or you're desperate for money or those don't set good examples. Yeah. And knowing, you know, and like a lot of the moms and I don't have children and my pets are great, but it's not quite the same. <laughs> you know, they, they live up to whatever standard they're, they're happy with. But when I hear moms of adult women, talk about being proud of their daughters that whole thing about embracing your story and being your authentic self and stepping into more and being brave and getting out there it's all the type of stuff that creates that next generation yeah i mean it's kind of our our bigger purpose and how we can leave a bigger impact in the world and i think at first when I just got divorced and I kind of jumped into that entrepreneurial uh, position right away, I don't think that was a really good example at all. Actually, I know it wasn't because I was working all the time. I was you know, like two jobs and I was honestly chasing money because I had no choice. I had to, I had to pay the bills. I was put in a really difficult situation. But now when I'm not necessarily chasing money, but I'm chasing results, I think that's when the transition happened with her. Uh, because she saw that there was more balance as well as there was more meaning to what we what we're doing and what we're doing together. And going back to what you said before about having your story and being clear on your story and being willing to share your story is one of the things that helps create that better version of being an entrepreneur. Because just like you said, this is one way to draw people to you that are already aligned with you. Yes. Instead of chasing everybody, not even knowing if they, if you should even be wanting to work with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think honestly, what I've seen a lot with uh, women uh, specifically, well, honestly, that's my only client base. So I don't really talk to a lot of men about business, but I've seen it over and over again, where so many women put off their future because they spent most of their life or a lot of their life either working for somebody else, taking care of somebody else, basically living for other people's dreams. And they think, well, someday, one day it's going to be my turn. And that someday, one day may never come. And so I really encourage people to kind of take a hard look at themselves, especially right now, you know, beginning of the year, there's a lot going on. Last year was a, a definite year of pivoting and changing. And any time we could put our stake in the ground and decide, you know what, it's my turn now. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want to do and what I was meant to do. And, and that's a really great place to be in. It's scary, um, but when you make that decision, you'll be amazed at how many things just start coming to you. That's funny that you talk about that because one of the things I added to my daily practice of reflection and gratitude and, you know, all the different things that are part of that process. But one of the questions that I added to think about literally every day is what am I thinking about to happen in the future that could be happening now? Yeah. And it's so crazy. The random stuff you come up with. Yeah. Yeah. And then what would you do if you knew there's no way you could fail? Like right. if the sky was a limit and you had this genie making sure that all of the, the pieces would come into place on your, your biggest desire, like what would that be? And sometimes we're afraid to um, kind of own that because then we start getting caught up in all the steps that we need to take to make it happen. But so anything, anything we do, it's just like one step at a time. If, we, if we're dedicated, we'll, it'll eventually work okay. out. 
So what's yours? If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you, what would you go for? Well, what I will be going for at some point, not quite yet, but I want to have a dream center ranch kind of a, a for business. And it's just a retreat for business owners to be able to do conferences or just get away because I feel that as an entrepreneur, we tend to be very re- reactive instead yeah. of creative and we're working every day in the grind and the hustle and, you know, this funnel and that funnel and this program and that program. And we don't give ourselves enough time to recharge our battery and to expand. And so I'd love to create something like there. I will be creating something like that at some point very soon. Like I know you've got a big dream. I've got all sorts of things. Well, and so what's interesting about what you're saying, and I have um, a completely different dream, but the alignment of how do I bring it into today? Because people tend to think in this all or nothing where I either wait and get to do my dream or I get nothing and I can't take any steps. But listening to what you're talking about is your big life goal. Mm-hmm. You're already tapping into that energy by what you do in your business. Absolutely. You're not yeah. waiting, you know, and I, that's something I see people do as well. I'm sure you've seen this where it's like, well, I want to do X, Y, Z, but since I can't do it in the dream version of it, I just don't even do don't, anything. Yeah about it. Yeah. No, that happens a lot. Absolutely. Right. I mean, we know one, you already know this about me, that one of my big life goals is to donate a million dollars to wildlife rescue. And my business is not about wildlife, but it supports that dream because one, it makes the money to help me do the donations, but also as an entrepreneur getting to build the life we want to, I don't work on most Fridays because I volunteer and tapping into that. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I know I really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights. As founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, I work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it. If you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at erin at conqueryourbusiness.com. All right, I'm going to switch gears again because I know you've got some of these in there. These, and it will be good nugget for people. What, what was your like biggest obstacle failure? Holy crap, that didn't work. I love sharing that with people because I think one of the problems when we all, especially now since we're in not only just a social media world but a completely virtual world, yep. we really only see people's highlight reel. Yes, and I think it's really good to know someone you might think and someone who might be listening to this thinking, Oh my gosh, these ladies are doing, Oh my God, all this, all this, all this to let them know we're all just human. And we've screwed it up 16 different ways before we figured it out. So what's been some of the challenges and things that just didn't work? Well, I think the biggest lesson uh, that I had to learn is that I cannot help everybody and I cannot serve everybody, at least to the extent that I wanted to. And I, you know, struggled for years and years and years with my women's organization to give everybody everything they wanted. And some people, you know, you couldn't do anything to make them happy. But yet I kept trying and I kept trying to be this all encompassing solution to every single problem. And I just running into walls. 
So as soon as I identify my ideal client, again, figuring out what my purpose is and what, what I really felt passionate to do and what I was feel created to do based on my journey and my, my skills, once I was able to determine that, um, you know, and, and just niche it down, that is when not only do I not bump up against as many walls, but like I'm getting testimonials from my clients and like these, they're just getting great results. And it's like, wow, this is, this is, this is what I wish I was able to do all of those years. And I tried and I couldn't. And so it just, it's a really good feeling. It's a good point. And it's because, you know, what you're describing is having a bigger impact on less people, but it's a bigger impact instead of having an itty bitty impact across this wide scale, because there was too many wrong fit people in there. Right. It's right. This, you know, I, I talk about making money and how so many women get stuck with asking for more money. But the way that I describe that is I'm very excited to go volunteer every Friday. It's fun. It's crazy in the spring and summer when it's baby season. But how much can I really make a difference? Do I make a difference locally with that group of baby ducks and baby raccoons? Sure. But if I have a million dollars to donate to Wildlife Rescue, now I'm making a bigger difference. Yeah. Figuring it's like, it out lets you make a bigger difference. It's like you need to go deeper, not wider. We can't exactly. be the jack of all trades and, ma- and the master of none because we're not able to really kind of make an impact in either other people's lives or the world. Well, and also it comes, just to get a little woo, it comes from the wrong place. When right. you're trying to please everybody, it's actually about you. It's an ego thing. Yeah, it, it really is. It really I mean, is. It's okay for people to not, you know, I think we were in one of the trainings together where it was taught for us to be polarizing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay to repel people because somebody else can serve them better than we could ever. And right. if we can accept that and be okay with that and think, all right, well, you know, they're not liking me, but that's okay because I know they're going to be served better by somebody else. And it kind of takes a pressure and the focus off ourself. Yes. And, um, Brene Brown, if you read her at all, I know one of the Absolutely. things, you know, what, it, uh, clarity is kindness is one of the things that she says a lot. And it's like, it's not just clarity in what you want and what you're asking for. It's but in clarity in what you can offer. Because so right. many times we try to do things we're not good at because we're scared. That uh, comes from insecurity. It comes from, like you said, chasing money and desperation. So we try to do all these things that we're not actually that good at. Right? <laughs> or, or we're trying to still figure it out. I see that a lot when I talk to clients and they're like, well, I want to teach this. And I'm like, well, isn't that what you are trying to figure out yourself right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we want to share our wisdom, but we can't necessarily teach something unless we've mastered it. Mastered it, know how to do it. that's right and you don't have to be you know you don't have to be perfect at it I said that to somebody and they kind of called me out on it because one of my soapboxes in the coaching business is people out there trying to teach people how to do something that they don't know how to do themselves and this person said well sometimes that's okay because look at basketball coaches there's some Mm -hmm. really short heavy set out of shape basketball coaches so they could never win the championship but they can teach you how to win the championship right because they've mastered the skill they've mastered the the process yes absolutely they they know how to do what it is that they're talking about doing yeah 
Well, it's almost like the shoemaker. He knows how to make the best shoes, but his kids are running around barefoot. (laughs) So, and I know a lot of um, great marketing companies that have gotten their clients, like you probably even know their clients, but you go to find them and like, they're not marketing themselves. I always laugh. My stepdad uh, was an electrician and I'd go over to my mom's house and you're like, how is this? He didn't have so much wires. I'm like, how is this not burning down? Oh my God. Oh, well, he's smart enough to know to not get in that can of worms, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. Well, awesome. I, you know, I just want to thank you for being open with what you've learned. I like, it's one thing to go out there and tell people do A, do B, do C, but I think people get more from eavesdropping, so to speak, on a conversation, um, a real conversation. So if people want to get a hold of you and they're not watching the video with all the links and they're just listening to us on all those uh, stations, what is the best way to reach out to you? Well, Aaron, I actually have a podcast as well. And so they can uh, connect with me on our Overcoming Mediocrity podcast. I know you're going to be on an episode really soon. I think we have um, your recording scheduled. So they can go to overcomingmediocrity.org as well as if they want to have their story featured in one of our Overcoming Mediocrity books, love to be able to support them in that way. So they can just connect with me, uh, reach out to me on overcomingmediocrity.org, as well as my website at christyrafino.com. Awesome. And I've always, I don't even know if I told you this, I've always loved that title. You know, I had initially somebody, I had a a big branding woman. She came in and said, that's the first thing I need to do is get rid of that title. It's too negative. I don't think it's negative because here's the thing. There's a lot of people who are not yet ready to admit or embrace or embody the courage to go for the big life goal but they know they don't want to be where they are. Right. They know they don't want to be where they are, but they're not yet ready to claim more. Yeah. It's someday, one day. (laughs) But that's perfect because I think that applies and will inspire more people. It's great to see, you know, I, um, it's great to see the $8 million coaches out there, but mm. sometimes you look at them, you're like, well, I don't quite understand how to get there. But if right. I look at somebody just a few rungs ahead of me, okay, yeah. now I see it. And I think that's something that that title conveys. It's not the dream that you don't think applies to you. It's, it's really what you can absolutely do. Yeah. And it doesn't actually have to be in business. It could be in your life. I mean, we just so easily fall into a rut and just coast every day, just doing what's easy. And, and when we do that, we're not necessarily expanding and we have to fail. We have to try something and fail for us to learn and grow. So I think it's easy. It's not, and here's the separate, it's not even because it's easy because some of it, some of the ruts people are stuck in aren't so fun, but we think it's easy initially. It's, it's hard to make that change because we get in a comfort zone. Exactly. Exactly. No. Well, let's get some folks out of their comfort zone. Have them yes, reach out to let's you. Let's do that. And thank you again so much. Oh, absolutely, Erin. And thank you. I have had a blast with you today. Um, I look forward to seeing what 2021 holds for both of us and yeah. uh, your audience. So this has been great. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet 
and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Aaron page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.